Good evening and welcome to the Emerging Hope Ministries relaunching presentation. I am Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson and I bring you greetings from my new home here in the Triangle, which is Durham, Raleigh, and Chapel Hill. And I live in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I thank and praise the Lord for this evening that he has allowed me to see, live, taste, and just be present with you. I'm honoring African American History Month by wearing my African American attire this evening as well. And I want you to know that I appreciate all of you that have supported our ministries down through the years. We have an excellent presentation in store for you this evening. So I want you to let your friends, families, and your social media network know that we're here on the air with the Emerging Hope Ministry relaunching presentation. Emerging Hope Ministries. I'm gonna go ahead and show my screen to you at this time. The Emerging Hope Ministries 2023 revamping presentation. Today is February 26, 2023. With God, believers have limitless possibilities. Therefore, no walls can restrict God's people and all things are possible with God. Our history. It was on a blistering, frigid winter morning in January two twenty in January two thousand and two. She had a bright idea and that she was me. Way back, it was bristering cold in Michigan. And at that time, I had recently experienced a pretty tumultuous divorce situation. It was a biblical divorce, however, one that the Lord sanctioned. However, we know that the Lord doesn't, um, doesn't love divorce, but there are reasons in the Bible whereby he allows divorce. And so with that being said, it was a biblical divorce. Nonetheless, it was a tumultuous time in my life. So on that frigid, cold winter morning, as I sat there in my apartment, I was wondering what in the world am I going to do? after being married for 10 years to my first husband and we had two children and one on the way. And I was thrust into becoming a single parent. And after that, I said, Lord, what would you have me to do? Because so many times we hear so many horrible stories about Black women that are single parents and how they become stigmatized as being welfare mothers, women that are hypersexual, women that are trying to beat the system and 
all of those things and women that will have one child after the next by one man and then another man and they might have seven different fathers but all of those are stigmas stigmas that the system and that society has put on single parent women especially black single parent women so i'm here to tell you if you are one of those women out there right now that's a single mom raising your children alone you are not what i just said that is what the system says but we know that we are what God says that we are. So I tell you that to say that I was determined not to become a product of the system and what man said that I would be and what I could matriculate to. My hope in my hand was in God's hand. And he gave me an idea. It was at that time that I pondered and I prayed and I fasted, that the Lord gave me the idea to start the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program. And I started this Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program as a single mother that was living in the projects of Battle Creek, Michigan. I had gone through a divorce, as I said, my ex-husband and myself, we're living in a beautifully affluent neighborhood with, with a beautiful three-bedroom home and our marriage dissolved. And when it did, he went one way and I went another way. And since I had no income at that time because he was the primary breadwinner, we had chosen that I would stay home with the children. I needed to find a place to go. And yes, I had family that would have helped me and supported me along the way. I still felt as though I didn't want to be a burden on anyone. So I, at that time, decided to seek out a place to live in Battle Creek, Michigan. And that was at a local government assistant apartment. So I sought that out and I was able to move in that apartment setting. And again, being stigmatized, being in what's called a project, which is a low income residence for people to pay little of nothing of their income so that they could stay there and raise their children and live a productive life. So I chose to stay in this particular place because the Lord had given me a strategy. He said, stay there for a year, finish up your degree, because I was actually pursuing a degree at Western at that time, finish up that degree, stay there so that you could pay little of nothing in, in, in rent and still support your children and still parent them and still be there for them while going to school in the daytime and while they were all in school in the daytime. And then you could, in turn, graduate from the university, get the degree, and move on. And that is just what I did. But in the meantime, I was pregnant with my last child, Carmela. And being pregnant and going to school was very, very challenging. However, I was a part of a wonderful church family at that time. 
Emmanuel Covenant Church was the name at that point in Battle Creek, Michigan. And we were truly a church, a tight knit church family where the mothers of the church watched out for the younger women, the women of the church that were of the same age watched out for one another. We were truly in sisterhood with one another. We would have sleepovers, we would have luncheons, we would pray together, we would support one another, we would take care of each other's children. We were just there for one another to lean on just like real family members should be. So I say that to say that the women of the church knew that I was going through a situation. And so they in turn reached out to me and said that they would help me to care for my children while I was going to school or whatever else I needed. And so it worked out. It worked out to the degree that the Lord actually allowed me to develop a curriculum the Emerging Hope Parenting Program curriculum was birthed out of that experience. And out of the curriculum, I was able to partner with several agencies in Battle Creek, Michigan, first of all, to teach that curriculum to single parent moms and empower them with that curriculum. When I graduated from Western, I had started what's called the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program. And after graduating, I decided that my children and I would move from Battle Creek to Kalamazoo, Michigan. After moving to Kalamazoo, Michigan, I was able to pursue a higher level degree at Western Michigan University which was my master's degree. And while pursuing my master's degree, I still continue to breathe life into the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program. I was able to reach out to an organization called Bread for the Journey. And Bread for the Journey was an organization that offered monies to startups, nonprofits, so that they could build their capacity. So I reached out to Bread for the Journey and they awarded me with a sizable grant whereby I was able to get some curriculums printed. I was able to get office equipment. I was able to get some materials such as flyers and all types of other media marketing things that I needed for my program. After that, I was able to secure an internship with the Family and Children's Services in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And when securing that internship, they learned of my program, the Family Strengthening Program, and they learned that I had a curriculum that I utilized to empower, especially disenfranchised black and brown people. And so I met with the executive director with a proposal that I would be able to teach that curriculum at their agency while doing my internship there. Well, after we met and all, you know, God rained down favor. He showed favor to me with that executive director. 
She said, if you can secure funding for this, then we will allow you to teach one year of parenting classes at our agency. I said I would seek out the Kalamazoo Community Foundation to see if they would fund this particular initiative. And you know what? The Kalamazoo Community Foundation, they were willing to fund that initiative only if, however, the Family and Children's Services were willing to be the fiduciary over those grant monies. And they were. So we came together in partnership, funds available to teach a year worth of classes at no cost to their parents, many of them that were mandated to attend that parenting class from the local Department of Health and Human Services because they were involved in the foster care system. So look at God, how God took something tumultuous in my life that the enemy meant to destroy me with, and he turned it around, he turned it around into a blessing for many, 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 many people. And not only women, but men and grandparents, as well as aunties, TTs, foster moms, benefited from the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program curriculum. After the one year of teaching those classes there, I was also able to partner with several other nonprofits and faith-based groups in Kalamazoo, Michigan to teach that curriculum as well. So utilizing my own experience as an African-American single mother that had written a curriculum based on my own life experiences that I kid you not were tremendously successful because the Lord was at the helm of it all. I was able to take that curriculum and take what the devil meant for naught and slap him in the face with it. How? Because I was able to help someone else see that they did not have to be a product of the system. Make a long story short, after teaching the curriculum for several years in Kalamazoo, Michigan, the Lord laid upon my heart to broaden out the program. Not only just have it be a program that I was utilizing my own curriculum to teach from, he also wanted me to stretch out and do some other things through that particular program. So what I did is I sought the Lord out once again as to what he would have me to do. So he had me to actually begin to seek out summer camp scholarships for my three children at the time. And I began to seek out these scholarships for camps because I wanted them to be able to attend different camps other than just pretty late camp, which is no problem. Pretty late camp is, awesome. is an amazing camp in Kalamazoo, Michigan that offers anyone that's of lower income status to attend. But I wanted my children to have something even greater than pretty late camp. 
So I began to seek out scholarships to all different types of camps, Sermon Lake Camp, Beach Point Christian Camp, Living Water Ministry Camp, different camps all over Kalamazoo County and abroad, day camps, glass camps, the West Michigan Glass Society, all different types of camps to expose my children to so that they could actually keep up with their social emotional learning skills throughout the summer months and gain other types of exposure that they never would have gained if they had sat at home just playing with the video games. So out of that, it was so successful to the degree that the Lord said, take what you have started with those scholarships for your own children and turn that into a program for all single parents that might be challenged with being able to afford to send their children to camps. So I began what's called the Emerging Hope Ministries Summer Camp Program. That was another component of the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program. And we would have camp outreach reach events at our local library once a summer where we would invite in different camp directors from all over Kalamazoo County, at least 30 camp directors would come to this event that I actually put together and I hosted under the Emerging Hope Strengthening Program. We'd have them come out with their materials and they set up different um, booths with different, different things that the children could come and be exposed to, such as they would set up different like artificial fires and artificial camp camp equipment and they would set up their tents and they would have all types of things to engage the children interactively as their parents would come up to their booths and learn about their particular camp program. And when they learned about their program, not only did they just tell them about the program, those camps gave the parents up to 90 to 100% scholarships so that their children could attend camp at no cost. Look at God, how he blessed. And the Lord had told me to begin to work with those families way before June. He said, we need to learn the importance of planning. So in learning the importance of planning, I would reach out to parents that were part of my parenting program through those classes and have them come together with me or even over the telephone. And I would let them know, okay, it's January now, it's February now, let's begin to begin to look into those scholarships. Let's begin to plan early so that by the end of, by the time June rolled around in summer, you would already have your children's summer set and know exactly what it was that they were going to do for the summer months. Look at God once again, giving me the resources to be able to be a conduit, to pass something else on to someone else, to teach someone else a skill of how to plan their child's summer months. And not only was it a month that with months that were full of fun, the children did not realize that they were actually learning social skills, emotional regulation skills, how to share, how to take turns, how to take risk, 
how to actually actually maintain their reading and math levels that we know many people of color, those math and reading skills dwindle drastically throughout the summer. So going to those camps help those children retain their levels of reading and math and as well as their social emotional skills were enhanced. So we were able to do that. And then with my being a social worker at that time, I had had a, had earned my bachelor's and master's of social work. And the Lord laid it upon my heart to begin doing what's called Emerging Hope Ministries mental health forms. So in Kalamazoo County, the Lord blessed that I was able to present forums on mental health dysregulations, mental health dysfunctions, and mental health disparities among Black and Brown people. I invited several directors of local health and human service agencies, people that were therapists, people that worked in the clergy feel that cared about people that were struggling with mental health issues. I invited people themselves that were diagnosed with mental health issues. I invited the NOMNI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, to be a part of that forum. I invited a conglomerate of agencies and people that were vested in the wellness and mental health of black and brown people to be at the table. So we had over 30 booths of people there participating in those forums. I was, and not to boast because I boast in the Lord, but I was the first African-American mental health professional to host an African-American mental health forum in Kalamazoo, Michigan and it was successful. People walked away feeling empowered, feeling loved, feeling valued and appreciated. Not only that, but people, when they left, they secured services for themselves with the agencies that were right there at the forum at the time. So at least 60% of the people that attended were able to be connected that very day to mental health services. And we know how prevalent it is for mental health services to be given, especially to people of color. So with that being said, we started the camp program. We started the mental health forums. We started the parenting programs with those teaching of the workshops, and then we started branching out further. It was in June of 2012 that I met my wonderful late husband, the Reverend Curtis L. Robinson Sr. When I met my husband, we met and we courted the old-fashioned way, and we talked. And he had already went onto my website and learned about the program that I was doing. And he was fascinated with the program. 
to the degree that he wanted to be a part of the program in whatever way he could. So there was a mental health forum that I hosted that January and he asked to volunteer and he volunteered with my family and I. And from there, it was all history. After we married, he became a part of the program. He became the co-director of the Emerging Hope Family Strengthening Program. And under the auspices of the leadership and the tutelage of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gave my husband a premonition to say that we need to broaden out even more and we need to make this into an actual ministry, not just the family strengthening program, but the Emerging Hope Ministries, whereby we prayed about it and we came together and we decided, yes, it should be an actual ministry. And we decided to take it from being the program to being a ministry. And I thank and praise God that my husband had that strong inclination from the Holy Ghost to do that. And when we had that strong inclination and we came together as a team, we became Team Robinson. And we started that ministry together and we were co-pastors of the Emerging Hope Ministries. So that brings us up to today. My husband, in his untimely passing, yet and still we know that it was the Lord Jesus Christ that saw fit to call him own home. And so we are at peace with that and we are accepting of God's will. Yet and still it seemed as though it was so untimely. So at his untimely passing, he said to me when he was on his bed of transition, he said, sweetie, I want you to continue on with the ministry. Don't stop. Don't stop ministering. Continue on. Do not let my transitioning stop you from ministering. So at that time, I said, yes, honey, I will do just what you know that the Lord has told you to tell me to do. And I said, yes, I will. However, I needed to take a sabbatical for a while to get myself together. And it's okay not to be okay. As I was going through grief, uh, excuse me, as I was going through a quite difficult time of grief because my husband was my best friend and we were closer than close. And so as he transitioned out, off of the face of the earth, but into the arms of Jesus, where he lives in heaven, his spirit is resting. I told the Lord, yes, Lord, I will start back with ministering. But the Lord said, it's okay for you to take a sabbatical for a while, however long it would require. So I began my sabbatical. And now that the Lord has released me from that sabbatical, we are now relaunching the Emerging Hope Ministries. The Emerging Hope Ministries is a vital outreach ministry without walls. The ministry isn't your traditional brick and mortar structure. Moreover, 
No matter where people gather in church buildings or if they gather online, the same opportunities exist. So we here at Emerging Hope Ministries, we are considered a church and a ministry without walls. A church and a ministry without walls. That is who we are. When I say without walls, it means that we primarily offer our ministry components over the web. We are an online space where people feel welcome. People need relational connections. People need prayer. People need someone to support them through difficult seasons and to encourage them through their seasons of growth and to celebrate with them when they're at those mountaintop moments. That is why we have created this online space for people just like you. Our ministry strategies are intentional, effective, and purposeful. We intentionally do what we do to make sure that you are going to be impacted powerfully by what is shared. We are effective at what we do because it's relevant. We keep it real. We keep it 100. We want to make sure we show up right at your place of need and purposeful. We are doing what we are doing on purpose. We know what our purpose is. And since we know what our purpose is, we are purposefully walking out the great commission that the Lord has ordained us to do. Intentional, effective, and purposeful strategies for this end time ministry. We thank and praise the Lord that in revamping and relaunching the ministry, he has equipped us to be able to have our logos and have our branding redesigned by Ms. Stephanie Chambers of Digi Designs. She has designed the logo that you see in front of you, the Lotus Flower Podcast logo. And underneath it says Dr. Pamela. But in the center of the Lotus Flower logo, you see these flowers that are blooming out of the water in the mud. The Lotus Flower, it depicts a flower that blooms in adversity. The flower that blooms in adversity is the greatest of them all. The lotus flower. 
that is why we intentionally put that flower in the middle of our logo design. Beautiful logo design. Next logo design was the design for our YouTube banner. As you can see, on one side it has strength and on the other side it has resilience and in the middle it has that Lotus Flower Podcast logo and you see we have our media platforms at the top, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, WordPress, which is our website platform. And we want you to be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. Look at the beautiful banner that Miss Stephanie Chambers did from Deji Design. I'll put her information in the chat so that you can reach out to her if you would like her to design your marketing and media materials. The Lotus Flower Podcast. Once again, we're very, very, very godly proud of our new podcast logo and our new branding. Branding is, for those that don't know, it is when you utilize the same color schemes on all of your marketing and media materials. So our color scheme is pink, white, green, and brown with the inscription of Dr. Pamela in in the bottom and italics and the round circle. You'll see that. So branding is, works like this. When you see those particular colors and that particular shape, that arch and those beautiful flowers that are blooming, you will automatically think Dr. Pamela, Lotus Flower Podcast, Dr. Pamela, Emerging Hope Ministries, Dr. Pamela, Mental Health Forms, Mental Health Wellness Products, Dr. Pamela, Lotus Flower Book Club. You will automatically think that because of the branding. I am giving you some free information for those of you that are out there just starting up your ministries, your programs, Take what I just shared with you and run with it. This is another look at the Lotus Flower Podcast. This is a billboard that we will be putting up here in Raleigh, North Carolina, that will actually have this very backdrop on it so that as people are driving down the highway, they'll be able to see the Lotus Flower Podcast banner that is displayed on our YouTube channel and on our virtual podcast platforms. Now, thank and praise God for that. 
that he is actually has blessed us to the degree that we will have a banner over the highway. So as people pass by, they'll be able to connect with us. Not because we want them to connect with us. We want them to connect with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord has given us this medium of the Lotus Flower podcast to go over the airways as a strategic way to win souls. Winning souls in this dark and evil day is purposeful, intentional, purposeful, intentional ministry. Once again, the backdrop for the Lotus Flower Podcast. Strength like none other, resilience to bounce back. Strength like no other, resilience to bounce back. Strength, resilience between the Lotus Flower Podcast. You can't get anywhere without those two things. And where does our strength come from? Where does our resilience come from? It comes none other from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our equipper. The Holy Spirit is our strength. There's a song that says, you are the source of my strength. You are the strength of my life. I lift my hands in total praise to you because you are the source of my strength. You are the strength of my life, strength and resilience, strength and resilience, strength like no other, strength and resilience. The Lotus Flower Podcast. Our ministry platforms are as follows. The Lotus Flower Podcast, The Lotus Flower Book Club, Mental Health Wellness Products, mental health wellness educational forums, mental health wellness counseling, mental health wellness, mental health wellness, mental health wellness. I'm saying that over and over again because we're living in such a day and time that mental health is paramount. You've got so many things going on post-pandemic with people, mental health, that it's rather sad to see people unravel. Mental health, wellness is definitely needed in this day and time. And we have several mental health wellness products that we've developed to help you, not only adults, but children. We have a set of culturally relevant flashcards for children ages 3 to 14 to help them be able to articulate those really big emotions that they don't have words for. Instead of going and punching a hole in the wall or carrying a gun to school and shooting your teacher, learn how to deal with those really big feelings that you don't have words for and you don't know how to walk out. Purchase a set of my culturally relevant flashcards, which are available on my Etsy bookstore, which is available on the Lotus Flower Ministry 
website, which is available on YouTube, which is are available through contacting me at emerginghope at gmail.com. Purchase those flashcards for your children. I guarantee you that they'll have fun learning how to express their emotions. And be sure to participate in the Lotus Flower Book Club. Before we had our sabbatical, we had over 150 book club members. It is a virtual book club that airs on Facebook and YouTube. And we will be starting back up again here in March. And we will be reading books that are culturally relevant, written by black and brown authors. But all people from all creeds, all races are more than welcome to participate, especially those of you that want to learn more about the African-American culture. And then the Lotus Flower Podcast. Be sure to tune in to the Lotus Flower Podcast as we begin to air again on YouTube and wherever you might find your podcast beginning in March. Every Tuesday in March at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with the exceptions of sometimes there'll be varying days outside of that Tuesday, if need be. And outreach. We forever are doing outreach. The Merging Hope Ministries are very, very, very strategic about outreach ministry. It is a burden that the Lord has placed on our hearts to be able to go out and reach the masses. So we have some upcoming events where we will be going out, teaching, preaching, singing, whatever it might take to reach the masses, to be able to reach people strategically for the Lord and to save souls, according to what the Great Commission has actually placed in our spirits to walk out. Ministry platforms, once again. The Lotus Flower Podcast, the Lotus Flower Book Club, Mental Health Wellness, and Outreach. Upcoming events. I am super excited to let you know that the Lord has blessed the ministry in such a way that we will be reaching out not only on the virtual platform, but we'll be reaching out abroad and sharing the good news that the Lord has given us to share. Some of our upcoming events are, we will once again, as just stated, be restarting the Lotus Flower Podcast in March. March 7th will be our first Lotus Flower podcast restart. It will be with myself, Dr. Pamela Robinson. I will be your host for the evening and I will be your presenter. I invite you all to make sure that you tune in 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on March 7th. Tune in to YouTube, type in the Google browser, the Lotus Flower Podcast, and you will join the live platform if you should miss the platform that evening. 
it's always streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube and on various audio platforms. Wherever you get your platform, it airs not only here in the United States, all 50 states, but also globally around the world. On March 14th, we will have the distinguished Pastor Laquando Minor that will be our special guest. On March 21st, we will have the lovely Ms. Kelsey Beverly as our special guest. On March 30th, which is a Thursday, which we veered off from Tuesday, we are going to have that episode air on Thursday, March 30th. Please note that on your calendar. We will have none other than my first cousin, the beautiful, anointed, and appointed Reverend Janice Heyman Thomas. And then on Tuesday, April 4th, we will have Ms. Charday Chambers. I'm sorry for the typo on the slide, Ms. Charday, if you're watching. But on Thursday, April 4th, we will have Ms. Charday Chambers. You don't want to miss an episode. Mark your calendars. Take a screenshot of this screen. Put it on your refrigerator so that you can make sure that you are sitting in front of your computer when this airs. Put it in your Google Calendar and set this to your actual clock. So it will actually be an alarm to let you know that it's time for the podcast. It's time for the Lotus Flower Podcast. Be that intentional about it. I told you our strategies for the ministry and one is being intentional. Well, I charge you this evening to be intentional about your spiritual food. This is spiritual food. It's another way to get ministry, to get fed, to build yourself up in the Holy Spirit. The people that will share from the depths of their heart, I guarantee you, you'll be blessed by them. Upcoming events. We will also be presenting a powerfully anointed prayer during the women's month of prayer with my friend and my colleague who is the host, Pastor May Davis from Philadelphia. I will be praying on March 14th. Be sure to join in on March 14th. This has been hosted by Pastor May Francis Davis out of Philadelphia. Please mark your calendars, women, especially, and men, so that you can join us for this time of prayer. We all need prayer. We all need prayer. There's never been a time in my life 
that I did not need to go before the Lord in prayer. Not only when there were things going on that were unfavorable, but when things were just fine, I needed to pray. Sometimes it's good to get a little something, something in the bank so that you'll have a little something, something to draw out the bank when the time comes. When that hard time man comes, you don't want to show up with an empty bank. You want to have your bank with a little something, something in it. So join us for the prayer, not only for the prayer that I'll be doing on March 14th, but my sister, Pastor May, is hosting these prayers throughout the entire month of March and into April. So type in Sisters, Sister of the Pulpit, S-I-S-O-F, the Pulpit, Sister of the Pulpit with Pastor May Francis Davis, and be sure to join us for these anointed and appointed prayer times. We will also be facilitating a mental health awareness workshop. Now, this is rather strategic. Let me tell you about it, why it's strategic. This is strategic because it's actually being hosted at a store. Can someone out there that's listening say store? store. It is being hosted not only at a store, but at a mall. It is being hosted at one of the biggest malls here in the triangle. It's being hosted at the Crabtree Valley Mall in Raleigh, North Carolina. The host for the day is Monica Burnett of Mon Christian Gifts. Ms. Burnett has a store in the mall that sells beautiful Christian books, Christian artifacts, Christian tapes, Christian jewelry, whatever you might want, clothing in the store. But one very nice part about it that I thought when I walked in that store was just so different and it's just, just so needed is that in the back of the store, I get you not, the very half of the back store is set up just like a room for prayer. She has beautiful couches back there. She has coffee and she has tea and she has Bibles and it smells so good in there. And she has all types of materials that people can just Come in, sit down, take a seat, put your feet up and read and pray and just spend time in the presence of the Lord. And this is all going on inside of a secular mall. So as I went into the store with my daughters, when we first landed here several months back, we were just browsing through the Crabtree Valley Mall and we happened to see this store and it said Sanctuary Girl. Well, at that time, her store was called Sanctuary Girl. And now 
it has been renamed as Mon Christian Gifts. Mon being the first three letters of her name. Well, we walked into the Sanctuary Girl store and we were greeted by a wonderful woman that was the cashier and she loved on us. She hugged us. She prayed with us. She just invited us to her church and she said, we have a prayer wall back there. If you have anything you want to write down and have us pray about, pray about it. She said, and oh yes, my, 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 my boss that actually owns the store, you've got to meet her. You've got to meet her. And so she encouraged me to meet her. I reached out to Miss Burnett. She said, oh, yes, you you are sounds just like a woman of God and someone that I would like to partner with. She said, if you want to, you are more than welcome to come and host a workshop of your choosing at my store. And I said, I would be more than happy to. I said, yes, let me get back with you. And she said, you also can put your materials in my new store when we change over from being Sanctuary Girl to Mind Christian Gifts. You can bring your workbook. Your You can bring the workbook that you wrote for single parents. You can bring your culturally relevant flashcards that you created for children. You can bring your dissertation that you have developed over three long years. You can bring that book that you wrote on African-American mental health. That's for all people. You can have those items in my store. I said, thank you, Jesus. What an amazing opportunity just because I was walking down uh, the aisle of the mall and happened to wander in this beautiful store. Now, I will be presenting this workshop at no cost to all people, Christians, non-Christians, baby Christians, people that have been saved forever and ever and ever. Come on in especially those that are struggling with mental health challenges, those that are diagnosed with mental health challenges, those that know you got something off a little bit, but you're afraid to admit it. Come on in and let that stigma fall just like ice melting off of a hot water scale. Let that stigma just melt right off of you and pull you into this event on Saturday, March 11th. 2023. We're starting at three o'clock. We'll end promptly at 4.30. We're starting at three o'clock. We're in promptly at 4.30. We're not starting on CP time. We're starting at three o'clock at the Crabtree Valley Mall in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'll be facilitating a workshop on mental health wellness. I'll be posting the flyer on my social media channels along with the directions right for you to get there. And if you are out of town and you don't live anywhere near us, we'll be airing live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Next. I'm super excited, super, super, I'm gonna say it one more time, super, super, super excited to let you know about this next upcoming event. 
I have been invited to be the guest speaker at my first cousin's church. His church is located in Florida. It's located in Green Cove Springs, Florida. A church with a big heart for people that have been disenfranchised, kicked to the curb, hurting, people that are homeless, people that have mental health diagnoses, single mothers that are challenged and don't know how they're going to feed their children the next day. His church is a church where you can come as you are. You don't have to be dressed to the nines. You don't have to have on those Sunday best. You can come as you are and you can receive the love of the Lord unconditionally, judgment-free. Pastor John Sanders of the True Vine Ministries of Green Coast Springs, Florida, will be hosting Come As You Are worship service on March 19th. Beginning at 10.30 a.m., March 19th at 10.30 a.m., the address is found at the bottom of the flyer, which I will be posting on my social media channels. If you are not able to be in attendance, once again, don't worry, your pretty little head. You are more than welcome to join us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Instagram that day. We would not want you to miss out on your blessing. Once again, the True Vine Ministries, Pastor John Sanders, my very own first cousin. We share the same grandmother, what we call her Big Mama from Penny Farms, Florida. We share the same grandfather. We called him Deacon Manuel. Well, we didn't call him Deacon Manuel, but everybody else did. We call him Grandpa. And we share the same grandma and the same grandpa. And we share the same blood. We are first cousins. And we share the same father, which is Jesus Christ. And we share a bond like none other. And I thank and praise God for my cousin and the work that he's doing in the vineyard in the Green Coast Springs area. Reach out to him, Pastor John Sanders. Now, I want you to do me a favor. Now, I've been sharing a lot with you over the last hour. I want you to sit back and I want you to think about how... Can I help? How can I help be a part of the solution? How can I help minister to somebody? I haven't been called to ministry. I don't have a lot of money. I don't have the best language in terms of knowing how to string the words together and say all these fancy sentences and things. You remember how Moses said in the Bible when God told him to go And he said, Lord, I can't go because I stutter. I stutter. I don't have 
the language. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to go deliver those people. But God gave him some help. He gave him his brother Aaron to be the mouthpiece. Well, 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 let me tell you. You say, well, what you telling me all that for? Well, I'm telling you all that because I don't want you to have any excuses to say, well, how can I help Dr. Pamela and the Emerging Hope Ministries? Well, I want you to know how you can help. This is one way. You can help me reach my goal of a thousand dedicated subscribers to our Emerging Hope Ministries podcast. You can help us reach this goal by June 20 of 23. We're well on the way there. But as you can see on the slide, there are three arrows that have hit the pot. They've hit right the bullseye right there on that target. Now, I want to be able to hit the bullseye right there on the target of a thousand dedicated subscribers. No more shacking up meaning that just don't come on here and watch the podcast and then don't subscribe. That's like shacking up. Don't sell me so cheap like that. Go ahead and subscribe. So when you get on there, click subscribe. Ding, and when you click it, every time an episode airs, it's going to ring in your device. It's going to ring on your smartphone. It's going to ring on your computer. It's going to ring on your desktop. Ding. It's going to ring on that smartwatch. Ding. It's going to let you know the Lotus Flower podcast is airing. And then you're going to go ahead and watch it. But then again, be sure to click subscribe. Click subscribe so that you'll be able to benefit that way and help. We need your help. We need your help to reach a thousand dedicated subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed yet, it's never too late to subscribe to the Lotus Flower podcast. I would like to thank you, you and you and you and you and you. I would like to thank you, 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 you and you once again for joining me this evening for the Lotus Flower podcast the Lotus Flower Book Club, the Emerging Hope Ministries Wellness Products, the Emerging Hope Ministries Outreach Events, and most importantly, for joining me for the Emerging Hope Ministries Relaunching Presentation. I am the Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am here to help you, to serve you. I am a servant of the Most High. I have been called by God. I have been ordained into the ministry. And I thank and praise God that I am sold out for him. In him I move, in him I live, and in him I have my very being. I thank and praise God that he has allowed me to come into your homes, into your nursing homes, into your prison cells, into your cars, into your workplaces, into your hotel rooms, wherever you might be at this evening or wherever you may watch this in the coming weeks. I think and praise him and I count it not robbery that he allowed me to be here this evening 
at the tail end of Black History Month. Now, if you are interested in receiving additional information, or if you would like to submit a speaker's request for me to come out and speak, or me to speak over the web at your event, your church, your webinar, or whatever it might be, please feel free to contact me, Dr. Pamela Robinson at dr.pamela.r.robinson at gmail.com. Once again, that is dr.pamela.r.robinson at gmail.com. Please indicate in the subject line when leaving an email, rather it's for prayer, it's for a ministry consultation, it's for a speaker's request. If you want to purchase my products in bulk order, they'll be discounted. Or if you just want to purchase several of the products, they'll be in bulk order for you at a discounted rate. And if you just have a general inquiry or you just want to chat, feel free to reach out to me. Also, you can reach me via phone at 269-321-0021, via email once again at dr.pamela.r at gmail.com or via email at emerginghope at gmail.com. I would love to extend to you an invitation to join the family of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you under the sound of my voice this evening, or even after this goes off and you're listening, if you find yourself outside of the ark of the covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ, outside of a relationship with him, then I want you to bow your head right now with me. And I want you to surrender your life to him because tomorrow's not promised. Lord Jesus, I come before you this evening, today, this morning, this afternoon, late at night, wherever your time zone might be, asking you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. I repent of my sins. I repent and I tell you, Lord, that I am godly sorry for anything that I have done, things that I know of and things that I don't know of, sins of omission and sins of commission, I repent. I am godly sorry, Lord. I ask that you would forgive me and wash me clean. Lord, I surrender my life over to you. I ask you to come into my heart, come into my heart, come into my spirit, I welcome you in, Holy Spirit. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life today. Lord, I believe in my heart that you died on the cross. I believe that you died one day, one day there on Calvary, you died. I believe that you stayed there three long days. And I believe that on the third day, Lord, that you got up. You got up from that grave. You got up with all power in your hand. And when you got up, Lord God, you got up 
and you saved me and you saved me from my sin and you washed me clean. I believe, Lord God, that today that as I say, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe that I am saved. I believe that I am a new creation in you. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me this day. In Jesus name. Amen. Now, I want you to do something for me. I want you to believe right now, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, you could be locked in a prison cell for all I know. You could be locked up. You could be on your cancer bed. You could be dying right now of cancer. You could have a terminal illness. You could be a person that's about to commit suicide. You could be locked up in a deep depression in your mind. You could be a wife beater, a child beater. You could be anything that's negative right now, but there is nothing, nothing too hard for God. Now that you've given your life to him and surrendered to him, you are a new creation. The Bible says all things, all the old things have passed away and all things have become new. Okay. So I want you to know that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus and God has, and he has forgiven you from your sins, all of them and washed the slate clean. As far as the East is from the West, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. So I want you to tell somebody, I want you to call somebody up and say, I gave my life over to the Lord and I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. And then there's one other thing I need you to do. If you don't have a church home, if you're not a member of a church, a body of spirit-filled believers that's believing on the name of Jesus Christ and him crucified, then I want you to join somebody's church. I want you to go and join somebody's church where you can learn about the Lord, where you can learn to be discipled, where you can learn and grow up in him. Because it's in him that we move and that it is in him that we move and it's in him that we live and it's in him that we have our being. So I want you to do those two things. Now I want you to do one more thing. And I want you to see about getting yourself a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, reach out to me at one of my contacts that's on the screen. Take a screenshot of this. Write it down. Reach out. I'll send you a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible or a way to get it, by me sending it to you, if you want it faster, then I want you to go to a church and get a Bible or any thrift stores. Most of those thrift stores out there have Bibles for like real cheap, maybe just a dollar. Get a Bible and read. Start reading the Psalms. It's the easiest, it's part of the easiest section of your Bible, the Psalms. So start at Psalms number one and just read a little bit a day. And even though you might not understand it, just ask the Lord to show you what he's saying to you and speak to your spirit and he'll teach you, okay? And just begin to pray and ask him to help you with your everyday life. Now, that's what this is all about. This relaunching ministry presentation is all about you, my brother. It's all about you, my sister. This whole ministry is all about your soul, your soul, your salvation. And it's especially about those that are unchurched, those that don't know the Lord and the pardoning of their sins. It's all about you. It's strategic ministry, purposeful ministry, intentional ministry, equipping you 
to be all that you can be in this last day in which we find ourselves in. Once again, I am the Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson of the Emerging Hope Ministries. We are a church without walls in the beautiful city of Raleigh, North Carolina. Be sure to join in. We'll be reaching out to you very soon. Have a blessed and prosperous rest of the day. God bless you. Bye-bye for now. Okay.